With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Quantum Leap, the podcast that explores how we achieve new heights in leadership, business, and of course, our lives. I'm David Wolf here with my partner in crime, the Quantum Leap Catalyst, Terry Ostroviak. Terry, welcome. Good morning to you, David. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever our listeners are. We're so glad you could be with us as always. You can learn more about Terry at www.quantumleapcatalyst.com. So Terry, for today, we agreed we're going to talk about a fascinating subject matter uh, for any business, any individual looking for a, a quantum leap in their lives. The common denominator of success. And you've had quite a lot of experience around this idea. So uh, check it away, if you will. Many years ago, um, I was given a little booklet by a friend of mine in, 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 in my business, in fact, uh, called The Common Denominator of Success. It's a little booklet written many years ago by Albert E. N. Gray. And essentially what he talks about in this booklet is that successful people do the things that failures don't like to do. As simple as that. Hmm. And so, so one might say, well, what exactly is that? What, are, what is it that successful people do that other people don't like doing? It's all a matter of following through, in fact. In other words, all of us know that there are certain things that are going to make a difference to our lives. Let's say a track that we need to run on. Um, and if we follow through on it, uh, it, it will eventually bring us to a successful conclusion. But somehow or other, as I mentioned last week when we had this discussion, this instant gratification generation, and I'm not talking about any particular age group, all of us are involved in this, We've been conned into believing that uh, having fun all the time is the essential ingredient for our lives, when in fact, it's the very thing that stops us ultimately from being successful. Because if we really want to achieve a goal, it's not a linear path that we need to take. There are ups and downs, as we talked about last week, and there are plateaus that we go through. And so there are lots of uh, hidden uh, barriers and, and uh, steps that we need to take that are not easy for us. And so what does it mean that, that successful people do the things that failures don't like to do? Well, people get bored very easily. There are, you know, sometimes we say, well, why do I have to go through this? Why do I need to do my exercises every day? Why do I have to follow through? It's as simple as, are we brushing our teeth every day, let's say? We stop doing that, we know that there's going to be decay creeping up on us after a while. And the same thing happens in our lives, outside of that, in, in our businesses. Following through, in other words, and keeping those routines going are vitally important. 
some people will say, well, we need to be creative. We need to look for new ways of doing things, and that's what's coming up in the next few years. There's no doubt that the world is changing dramatically at the moment, but there are some basic things that we need to do that are vitally important for us. So when they take talk about successful people do the things that failures don't like to do, it means those boring, repetitive things that we know are good for us, vital for us, and yet somehow or other we just say, well, I'll give it a break for a moment or I'll just stop doing that and I'll move on and I'll do something else. And then all of a sudden that habitual routine that we've got suddenly disappears. So what do successful people do? They work through those down periods, those boring periods, and they make sure that they follow those routines until it, it works. So let me give you an example, for instance. One of the things that I do a lot with my, uh, with my clients is I help them to define where they should be spending their time. Now, when I say should be, they make the decision as to where they, they, they need to spend their time in order to be successful. And I get them to write stuff down to say, what do I have to do in the next 30 days that's going to make a difference in my life? What do I have to do today to make a contribution towards my end goal? And is everything that I'm doing, am I checking it to say, is this going to move me forward in my life? Is this going to help me to achieve the goal that I've got? Remember we talked about, last week we talked about river people, Earl Nightingale talked about the river people who have one specific talent that is so glaringly obvious that that's what they do. And so they don't, they, they don't get off track very easily because that's what they have to do. It's still hard for them, but they, they know exactly what it is. For the mere mortals like us, we have to set goals and we've got to follow that path and we've got to do it again and again and again until it works for us, until it becomes second nature, until we don't even have to think about it. And uh, so if we're going to get sidetracked somewhere along the line, we're going to get off the rails. So I help people to write plans for themselves, 30-day um, goals maybe, maybe even one year, one, a one-year goal. In other words, 12 months from now, what is it that I really want to achieve? And then stick to it. And in that process, uh, I ask people to think about what they have to do every 30 days. Am I on track? If I'm not on track, can I make the adjustments at that moment? In other words, the goal, the goal itself doesn't change, but the way we achieve it changes as we go along. And here's the point. People say, well, it's going to happen automatically. Well, nothing happens automatically. We have to check to see that things are going in the direction we want them to go. So every single 30-day or 31-day period, we need to uh, update the plan that we've got to make sure that it is still relevant, that we still want that particular exercise to take place or we want that goal to, to be achieved. And if we have to make an adjustment because we, 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 we slip back a little bit, well, then we'll make the adjustment at that point. But it's amazing how few people will follow through and make sure that the process works for a long period. So after 30 days, people say, well, okay, it's working fine for me. But after 60 days, all of a sudden they'll say, well, I wonder where I should fill in this, the, these forms. Why do we need to fill in the forms? Because when we write things down, we document what our intuition is telling us. So we have an intuition about things. 
But unless we reinforce it by writing down stuff, the chances are, and when I say writing down, I mean putting it into our computers maybe and checking to see whether we still feel that that, uh, that goal or that need that we've got is recognized and is still uppermost in our minds and is being followed through the way that we originally planned it. So there are lots of little red herrings that come across our path that stop us from doing things like that. And very few people follow through on what they say they will do, they will do. And so that's the exercise. Are we the kind of people that will attend to the small details that are vitally important for us to be able to follow through or not? So that's the idea behind that exercise, the common denominator for success. It applies to everything that we do. We need to work on those areas, David. Terry, uh, you mentioned something, and I wondered if it's a pattern that you have actually observed through your years of coaching, and that is the after 60 days. You have uh, you mentioned that many of us will begin to question, why do I need to do this? Is there a, a rhythm that you've noticed that's somewhat common with your clients where you find that after a certain amount of time, uh, I'll say the enthusiasm or the um, uh, the wherewithal to follow through begins to dissipate. It wanes. There's no doubt about that. Sixty days. Mm-hmm. Well, it it could be sixty days. Um, it might be just a little bit longer than that. But you know, I mean, I I battle with 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 those things just as much as anybody else. Sure. People make New Year resolutions, and after a few weeks, all of a sudden they say, "Oh, this is too tough for me. I'm going to just let it go." And I'm going to go back to the old ways that I did things. Yeah. What's, and so we take here's the key word, the key phrase. We take the least line of resistance instead of what somebody once called the most line of energy and creativity, the most line of, of, of effort. So we don't make the effort. Now, people will say, why should we make an effort? I, I, I believe that it's a conscious effort. A lot of what we do is just is just sort of instinctual, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But even those instinctual things that we're working on need to be reinforced so that we keep on doing the right things. Well, in the whole process of Quantum Leap and your support along that path, the journey is the reinforcement. The reinforcement of what you, me, the client, those working with you on Quantum Leap have already decided they know they want. This is what I want to achieve. This is what I want to achieve long term. This is what I want to achieve midterm. And then, of course, the uh, weekly or monthly. And, And so... They're determining, we're determining what it is we want. It's those, as you've said so well, it's the little, quote, boring, routine, brush your teeth, daily habits of successful people. That's where um, so many of us deteriorate in terms of supporting our what we've decided we want. It's It's quite fascinating. Isn't it really at the end of the day, well, it's many things, but... It seems that one of the things this is all about is is mind or thought control, reframing what those little boring things actually represent and finding ways to enjoy them. Yes, and it's almost like making a regular appointment with ourselves. Mm. And we don't let down people with our appointments and we shouldn't be letting ourselves down with those appointments. Now, that's tough stuff to do. Right. 
Marshall Goldsmith, who's recognized as probably the leading coach in the world today, who writes a great deal and uh, speaks all over the place and is constantly on social media, talks about literally daily making sure that we stay back on track. It's almost like a yachtsman or a yachtswoman. Uh, t- I mean, I've never ever, uh, other than being a passenger on the odd occasion on a, on, on a little boat, or a yacht of some kind mm-hmm. knows that, but we know that we need to, to tack uh, the wind every few moments to make sure we're going in the right direction and we're not being blown off course. Yes. So he talks about a daily reminder. He has somebody calling him on a daily basis to ask him some vital questions like, are we staying on track? Did we do the things today that we said yesterday that we, was, that we said we were going to do or not? And that sort of little conscience prick <laughs> at that moment yes. is vital for staying on track. But that's what we're talking about. Follow, the follow-through in the process is the, the hard part. But if we, if we set up a routine for that, it's possible to do it. And here's the interesting thing. When I was in the Netherlands, I was lucky enough to get a contract with a very large accounting company. And I worked with a lot of auditors and accountants. Now, they tend to be pretty... Uh, disciplined people. Yes. They follow through on stuff and they're also very perfectionistic about what they do. They were the easiest ones to work with as a coach, I'll be honest with you and tell you that, because they, they didn't get blown off track as easily as other people did. It was almost as though that was part of their DNA. That's the way that they operated. So they always followed through on the plans. When I say all of them, not all of them all the time, but a larger percentage of those people followed through It was the sort of very, very creative entrepreneurial types that got bored in the middle. And they were victims of the bright and shiny syndrome. I don't know if you know what that is. Oh, I have no idea what that is, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you wouldn't. (laughs) But the bright and shiny syndrome just simply says we we get sidetracked by something that is bigger, better, faster (laughs) at any moment. Why? Because that's how our culture is communicated to. Everything that we read about, everything that we listen to, talks about the latest thing that's that, that's happening, the latest fad that's appearing, and we get blown off course by these things all the time. So why should I bother to do this when this new opportunity is going to come along? Mm-hmm. We do that as entrepreneurs. We do that as creative people. Uh, I've dealt with uh, advertising clients that uh, even as collective bodies of advertising professionals and clients have gotten tired of their own tagline or their own uh, music. Um, I wanted to hit on something. You know how I love flying metaphors. Folks uh, that don't know, I have a commercial pilot's license and I've flown quite a bit. And in flying, uh, it's, it's a wonderful metaphor because you're in the air and you have no choice but you have to navigate to where you set out to or a, a logical destination. And along the way, just as you talked about uh, changing course or checking in to be sure you're not blown off course, in an airplane you're taught to constantly scan and scan and scan and scan to, to check deviations in your heading because as you're flying through your course, the winds can change. So you're constantly what we call tracking and bracketing. You're taking note of how far off course you are. Of course, this is all very quantitative in an aircraft. And then you're making a course correction to get back on course. So you could almost argue, for me, I think it's so beautiful because, by the way, if you don't land safely, you know, your life is in your hands, right? So 
it really brings home the idea that these little course corrections, these, I mean, it's literally every 30 seconds to a minute, you're taking a little bit of a look to see, oh, do I need uh, a degree or two to the right or to the left to stay on track? As you're talking about it, uh, it seems that that's yet one more analogy. There are many of us, and we all have to find our own ways of thinking of these things to support um, and be accountable to ourselves, right? Yeah, it's a wonderful metaphor, and it's exactly what we're talking about today. Right, right. And the essential thing is not to fall victims to the bright and shiny syndrome, which which uh, you know sort of entices us, yes. seduces us into believing that there's an easier and better way, and we don't have to do those things. It starts with awareness, doesn't it, of ourselves? Yeah. Somebody once told me that the road to success is under repair. <laughs> Perfect. It's such powerful stuff. Quantum Leap. The the website, folks, is uh, www.quantumleapcatalyst.com. Of course, we've been visiting with Terry. Uh, he and I meet weekly with this podcast. Stay with us. Subscribe on iTunes. Send uh, Terry an email. And uh, that email, again, so folks can hear it right here, Terry, is... Terry at QLCAT.com. Excellent. Terry, thanks as always. We'll see you next week. Everyone have a good week in your business and your life. Thanks for joining us on Quantum Leap. And stay on track. And stay on track. It'll be a good thing in the end. We'll talk to you later. Enjoy. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.